Well, meet Chloe Cole. She's 18 and she's worth listening to. Far more than any radical New Zealand politician or Ministry of Health, radical doctor or gender activist who wants to try and change the sex of a child with medicalisation and surgery. Let's check it out. So according to a report by the Catholic News Agency, Chloe Cole, an 18-year-old, is rapidly becoming one of the most powerful voices against transitioning children at a moment where most politicians and media outlets lack the courage to speak out, including here in New Zealand. Chloe is a self-described former trans kid who detransitioned after undergoing years of puberty blockers and an irreversible double mastectomy at the age of 15. And Chloe's parents were told they could either support their daughter's transition or be complicit in her suicide. And backed into a corner, they listened to their doctors. Chloe was placed on puberty blockers and testosterone, approved for a double mastectomy, all by the age of 15. Only a year later, Chloe began to understand the full significance of what had been taken from her. And she's now travelling across the United States to share her story and raise the alarm about gender transition procedures on children, a growing trend that she calls child abuse and medical experimentation. And I want to share the video with you. And if you know a parent facing this dilemma with their own child, show them this clip. If you know a child facing this dilemma and receiving bad advice, Show them this testimony. This is Chloe. Over the past decade, there has been as high as a 4,000% increase in children being referred to so-called gender clinics across the United States. I was one of these children. My name is Chloe Cole, and I am an 18-year-old former transgender child. I transitioned from the age of 12 up until 16 when I realized it all was a lie. My story is a cautionary tale. Children and parents across the country have been caught off guard by gender ideology. Discussions about gender, transgenderism and gender identity went from being a relatively benign social oddity to a doctrine that has invaded nearly every academic, medical, and educational institution, seemingly overnight. How did we get to this point? How did we get to the point where nearly every pediatric institution in the country considers it best practice to remove the healthy breast tissue of children while administering drugs typically used to chemically castrate high-risk sex offenders. Raising these important questions is not bigoted, and the refusal of activists to give straightforward answers should be seen as a major red flag. People across the entire political spectrum who believe that this practice is morally wrong have been told that they are fascists or bigots for even questioning this atrocity. Others have been convinced by self-proclaimed gender specialists that this is the only treatment that will not end in your child committing suicide. I believe Americans deserve to know the truth about this radical and perverse ideology marketed as necessary and life-saving healthcare. I was only 12 years old when I told my parents that I was a boy. Like many parents in that situation, they didn't have a clue what to do. They were scared and desperate for answers. They wanted what every parent wants for their child, for me to be okay and thrive. At 13 years old, on the advice of so-called medical professionals, I was put on puberty blocking medication, and only a month later, I was given my first testosterone injection. The gender clinic presented my parents with the, with the classic false dichotomy 
regarding children with gender dysphoria. Would you rather have a dead daughter or a living son? Given these options, what loving parent wouldn't choose to transition their child? Scared for my life. My parents were prepared to sign anything the doctors asked. This was not, con that, this was not informed consent. It was a decision forced under extreme duress. At 15, I went under the knife for a radical double mastectomy, the kind that breast cancer patients get. This was after I was sexually assaulted at school by a male student. I, I just told myself to man up, but I lived my life in constant hatred of my breasts. I started binding, which deformed my breasts as well as my ribcage. I was afraid and I couldn't wait to finally protect my body from the threat of further molestation. At 16, I finally realized what happened to me, that I had made a huge mistake. I realized the beauty of motherhood was stolen from me by medical professionals who my family entrusted me to. I realized after maturing a bit more that a child does not in fact know who they are at 12 years old. I realized that I wanted to be what I always was and forever will be, a woman. With this realization came a series of challenges that were far worse than the transition. Somehow, I had to get myself off these drugs and tell everyone in my entire life that I was not who I said I was. My parents were shocked and felt like they failed me on every level imaginable. My friends all turned against me because I was evidence that their beliefs were a lie. I was a joke. I was a fraud. I was many years behind in development and capable of feeding, of, incapable of feeding my future children and worst of all, completely alone. Even the medical professionals who got me into this mess now have no idea what to do with me and they refused to help me. It almost killed me as it has killed many who regret transition. The big question still remains. I was a 12 year old introduced to the idea that they could do something as ridiculous as change their sex. I was and still am the type of kid that never really fit into social norms. I was a tomboy, I was shy, I didn't socialize easily. At 11 I made my first Instagram account. I had unmonitored internet access. It wasn't long until I was exposed to a ton of LGBTQ content online. And I, I had never seen anything like it. You mean that all I have to do is subscribe to this ideology and then I'm an accepted, celebrated, and valued member of the most talked about community on earth? Transgender people are the most celebrated subset of this community. I saw the unbelievable amounts of praise and, and attention they got online and subconsciously I yearned to have a piece of it. With every milestone in my medical transition, I was given more and more attention and celebration. It was the ultimate high. Even in person, I got more attention. Girls would have crushes on me and I would have people come up to me in the hallways asking to make friends and it was, it was unprecedented to, for me. I felt like a celebrity. Being a kid, I, I didn't know just how superficial these relationships were until they all suddenly abandoned me just for struggling to become who I am. Much of this gender confusion is based on old regressive stereotypes of men and women, which are now being reinforced with hormones and surgeries. Women can have short hair and be interested in playing sports and partaking in physical activities. Men can grow their hair out and wear makeup. It does not change their, their, it does not change their biology. The truth is, this practice is harming more and more children every day. What will we do to protect this most vulnerable group? Up until now, the media has been parroting the same ideologically driven, driven talking points. Affirm, affirm, affirm. 
The closest I've touched to mainstream media is a Forbes journalist who wrote a hit piece on me calling basic human biology transphobic. There are many detransitioners speaking out, and they are ignored by the institutions most responsible for the search of truth. Up until today, most politicians on the left and right have done nothing but get into Twitter fights on this issue. There is no second chance at childhood, so we must do our best as adults to guide our children to pathways that lead to healthy bodies and minds instead of depression and disfigurement. No child deserves to suffer under the knife of a gender-affirming surgeon. America's children, all children, deserve better. Thank you. Well, it's a powerful speech, isn't it? And uh, Chloe wants to protect the innocence of children, and so should we. My question is, are there any examples in New Zealand of young people who have detransitioned? We would love to hear from them, and there's our contact. Get them to contact us in total confidence. We will respect their privacy, but we want to hear their testimony. That's the email address below. We need to act even stronger to protect the innocence of children from this harmful and confusing gender ideology. Mm -hmm.